0: what's up guys it's been a minute welcome back to dcsi africa the podcast that is all about youth growth empowerment and improvement on this episode we are going to be having a discussion about the popular next level trend the youth are taking this days if you don't know it already it is called the Japa move i have a member of dcsi africa with me yesterday that has already joined the Japa move and we are going to be having a discussion about our experience the good and the bad side, if there's any, what we should take note of, what she could have done better, and how we could all learn from, from our experience. So today come with me, Faith. Hi, Faith. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello, Faith. Please, can you introduce yourself? Once again, good evening.
1: I am Adole Faith, a student of People's Friendship University, Moscow. Russia. I study Applied Arts
0: and Computer Science. Welcome Faith, thank you. It's really, really nice to have you. I'm really grateful that you could join us. All right, so from your little introduction, you are in Russia, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Can you tell us when you left the country and why why Russia?
1: Okay, I left the country in 2019, (laughs) Mm and to be sincere, I didn't really choose this country. I would just say the country chose me, basically, because it was sort of like a grant. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's interesting to know. So uh, to get this right, you did not really go there. Like, you did not have this plan to go. You you said a grant. That means you applied, but then it, it came through. Russia, like I just want to understand, did you plan on leaving, did you have this plan that I have to leave this country, I just want to leave, or it just came to you by chance?
1: Well, everybody wants to leave the country, but it was it was luck, I never applied for it. It was um in my secondary school, I had this principal that I never knew actually took note of me. <laughs> So basically she she was like oh i have this opportunity for you to go and be great something so that was how i found myself here
0: oh really wow, wow 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 so from what you just said you are there to study yes 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 i'm a student i study here okay all right so from your experience that means secondary school you were quite young when you left, like it's not like most, they are left probably after uni, their university uh, education. That's when you left the country. You were quite young, secondary school. So how was it for you? How was that? How was the relocation for you? How did you go through all the process? How was the plan? What do you want to tell us about it? The experience.
1: Okay, so this is how it is. When I got the scholarship first, I was like, oh, okay, having the opportunity to leave the country, this like and that. So it was sort of nice. But then the problem came with the fact that I had to study in a foreign language. For Studying in a foreign language was definitely, it's not my language. And having studied in it was, it was tough, but, how do I say it? I pulled it through because, you know, when you set your mind to something and then the fact that it was, it was a gift, I just had to make it work.
0: Mm, I understand, right? I wouldn't want to lose that chance too. So I was studying to learn another language. So this is for other people that are actually going to like other countries that are not English speaking. That means you have to learn their, their language to be able to integrate their community so when you got there it was still a new language to you when you got there so how was it how how, how were you able to communicate like we learned english for like since we were in primary until now most of us still don't really get the whole concept so how was it for you to learn the language i'm guessing for probably for like a year or two and then you're there and you have to communicate with the indigents. How was it?
1: <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> so learning the language for a year, because we had um, a very dream mm-hmm. year where they teach you the languages, learning the alphabets from the beginning. It's just like going to um, KG or Bruno Street all over again for learning a foreign language. <laughs> so it was really quite interesting because when you're learning the language from the beginning, you're like, oh, it's not that hard. It's, it's okay. You just learn this, understand this, and then that's it. But afterwards, when the real life begins, <laughs> it, becomes, it becomes very funny because you have to communicate. Now you're not learning. Now you have to apply what you learned. To be able to communicate with others, so it was sort of tough because your teacher comes to class and then is speaking in the language itself, so you have to make use of what you've been taught. But I would say, to me, or rather, my advice is, it's not it's not that difficult because as I would say, anything we put the mind to, we put our minds to. And then, alongside prayers, it could be possible, like anything can be possible besides. (laughs) Personally, I don't think I've understood the language till now, it's just, you practice, you practice, you try to talk to um, the white people, that's the Russians, try to talk to them, make as much friends as you can, so that they talk to you in their language, and then you speak to them. And wherever you make a mistake, it could be corrected. At first, it could be hard because (laughs) no one, you know, pride. Like, you don't want maybe you're speaking and then you make a mistake, you feel somehow, yeah, once or twice, if you do that and then you sort of feel bad, you pick yourself up again and you're like, oh, we gotta make this work, we gotta make this work. You need it to communicate you're not know, in your father's land and <laughs> it's not your language. So to survive you have to know it. Yeah, so I just feel with great practice, with alongside prayers and then you have to keep your motivation really high. I think everything will work out fine.
0: Wow, that's really nice. I admire your courage. OK, so while we were talking about the language, you said something about having to con- uh, communicate with the indigent and having a lot of friends that are indigent like they are Russians, so you can communicate. And then from there, you practice and you get better. So what, when you wanted to leave, did you have a concert over there that you were already speaking to that I really knows when you're coming? Or how did you sort it out? Like. After you were dropped at the airport, I, I, I'm trying to imagine how you had to like go through and find your way around, get your accommodation or your hotel, where you are going to be staying. How was it? I was like navigating the old city.
1: Okay, so basically I didn't come here on my own. I came through um, Destin Scholarship. It's called BEA. It's an agreement between Russia and Nigeria. So when they send students, they send us in large amount. <laughs> so when we got here, we were about um, 85 of us. And we were very, we very So 85 of us didn't end up in the same country, in the same city, basically. We were dispatched, like, around the... Country, but then again, we had like seniors that were here before us. So, when we arrived at the airport, they came to take us around to our schools. And then, <laughs> the no Russian that we knew, they helped us to communicate with the Russians. And then, um, basically, that was it. We just had seniors that were here before us that helped us, and then ambassadors too
0: engineering ambassadors that are here yeah basically that's it okay so in your own case you already have someone so it's almost like you already had a contact over there that could actually help you locate and get yourself where you're supposed to be going and um get yourself settled by the way you had now uh, let's say simple due to the fact that you went with a lot of people so that's well that's good <laughs> i guess that's that's really easy because why i asked that question is i was just trying to understand how it's going to be when you go to someone's uh, another person's country and you know nobody like i was, I was just trying to like understand that but what well, But okay But well, have you ever did you come across anyone that probably was practical jjc that did not have anyone around to to actually like communicate to or help to like locate where you're supposed to go what you're supposed to do do you have any experience with anyone like that
1: yeah i've heard of few people that come as private students yeah because i don't think i've heard of like maybe you're coming not as a student. I don't really know such situations, but most times people come as students, and if you're coming as a student, you can contact your school. Like, there's the use of agents. So when you have like agents that help you with your processing, they also help you get someone that will take you to your school, come, make it for you, and do other things. So it's either you're using your school your school could provide you with maybe your foreign foreign students department or like some contacts whatsoever to help you navigate your way around or you could use agents yeah i think these are the situations i i, I know about that i've heard from a couple of friends
0: mm, okay that makes it easy if there is if there's that, then it makes it easy for some to be able to navigate. That's 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 nice. So, coming back to you, how was your first few weeks there or month? <laughs> Did you feel like God, I want to go back? Or you feel like, Jesus, this is heaven. How was it? <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was crazy.
1: We arrived here winter. So it was like living twenty something degrees to ending up in minus twenty. So it was you know, it was really, it was really cold. By the time I came down, came outside from the airport, I was like, Jesus, I want to go back to work. Okay, no, not really. I wanted to go back to work. It was just like a very, like it was absolutely different. It was different from the experience I had before. So, when I got to my hostel and my school, I was alone in my, in my hostel by that time. And I was like, nah, <laughs> I, I don't think I want to be alone here because I'm, I'm different from the rest. There are white people in this school building. And I was the only black in my school as of that time. But not the only, like only Nigerian. So. And then the others were French speakers. So basically, I could speak English. Others were speaking French, and the others were speaking Russian. So who am I going to talk to? Well, the feeling of you're in a white in a white man's land, or you're in a different land. as far how today we 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 it was we 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 I didn't really want to go home. I'm sort of a, an adventurous person. So <laughs> the experience was OK to me. Trying something new
0: was, was nice. Wow. I'm going to say this again. I really, really admire your courage. <laughs> That's God. gone. I, I can't. I don't know. Maybe something like that will happen to me. But even leaving to go to the South-South or go to another completely different track from my it's a bit um now let's say it's um scary it isn't really scary but then you don't you, you you don't have any expectations you don't know what to expect how to communicate like you just said you don't you didn't even have any Nigerian beside you or anybody anybody that can actually speak english somebody to actually just communicate with. oh uh, that 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 can be very overwhelming but well you did it so with that kind of situation that you were in, you only have french speaking roommates and probably Russian. So how was the integration period for you? How did you integrate that circle? Did um, you feel left out? Was there any time you felt um, not included?
1: Um, not really. Okay, the thing is, I feel like when you get to a new place for the first time, you should sort of, survey the environment, know how this person is, know how that person is, know know what to do and what not to do. So I'm that kind of person that when I get to a new environment, I don't just, (laughs) I don't know, I just calm down and then try to know what and what to do. So basically, the French speakers, they were not just, they were French speakers quite alright, but. We had this um, president for foreign students and he <laughs> he sort of understood English but he didn't understand English. I don't know if that makes any sense. But like, I, I, hmm, how do I explain this now? <laughs> I just had to learn sign language from later <laughs> because, you know when you're speaking and you're trying to explain yourself
0: oh yes you're I mean, signing at the same time. <laughs>
1: I, like, I'm trying nice to make you understand where I'm coming from. So I had to, like, use sign language. Okay, this. I'm like, I want to go there. What can I do? Using my hands. <laughs> or my legs. Or even pointing. So it was it was funny at first. And then, I don't know, grace of God, everyone basically was cheering me. Like, they were okay. They showed me around. I also had singers that were in other schools, so. Um, they helped me from time to time, And when it got to the class um, part, in the preparatory factory everyone is the new person, so <laughs> it's like I'm the new person coming to meet old students, so that's kind of situation, we are all JGCs in that kind of situation. So everyone was just trying to make a friend, talk to somebody, so it just sort of being the end of the day, but I was still the really black in his house, so well, it was chill, it was chill, it was okay. <laughs> At least I had black friends that okay, if I was tired of talking to um, this country person, I could talk to my other friends, use my phone to other friends. Yeah, it was just okay, but chill.
0: That's that's really interesting. Okay, so. um after all this integration period, being new and just like you've been there for like I'm if, I'm if my calculation is wrong, almost four years. Um, what would you advise another youth to do? Not probably go through a scholarship. Would you advise someone else to probably go private? Like you just said, like there are some private students. Um, to go there to study, considering all that. Is, um all these factors to consider with everything you've experienced over there what, what, what would you advise another youth to do okay based on everything i've experienced
1: in as much as i came not really prepared i would advise them okay like from my lessons i feel before you go to the country you're moving to or going to study you should Research on it. Research on it in the sense of the weather, condition, the people, how they are. Because here, hmm, (laughs) we sort of have races. I feel like most white countries, they don't have races, but that's that's it. You research on the language. It's very, 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 very good. you may be practice the as if you're going to um, a country that you have to change your language. Like you have to learn a new language, you should really, really research on the language. Try to learn as much words as possible. Trying to understand it before you get there, because in my own situation, <laughs> I came here without knowing anything basically. And if not, that I was lucky enough to have. Had um, seniors, I don't think it would have been good because it's it's really good if you know what you're coming to meet. Like if you have an idea of the situation you're going to meet beforehand, it's very very nice because it's not like you're just jumping into it. You know that okay, you have some sort of knowledge about what you're going to face because <laughs> from the effort you could that of um, experiencing plenty of funny things. So I would say, first of all, research on the weather that's of the country. Then if it's a foreign language, learn about the language, learn about the people. Um, have your money. <laughs> Don't come to the country without your money. You should have as much cash as possible that could sustain you for a while before you go and then yeah, I think basically
0: that's it yeah from, from my knowledge mm. okay from everything you just said now um I'm going to just say prior knowledge of where you're going to you should do some research on the weather if there's a particular language that they have but the people are you be able to relate with them probably dealing about their culture too And then again be financially stable i think you have to rank that (laughs) because the way people are living these days i know they understand i'm again some just want to leave they just believe let me just leave when i get there i'll sort it out but i think a lot are forgetting the fact that you are going to a no man's land you are probably going you know you're going to somewhere that is not your father's land like you can't just do anything in your day you have to be prepared emotionally prepared and financially prepared i think that's that's a very very huge thing that's that's really huge thank you so now like i thought the others the serious part about everything that you've gone come across there and you have gone through um, do you think you want to stay there like stay there permanently just before that have you did you come back any, at any time for holidays or anything since you left? No,
1: not at all. <laughs> I've been here for straight three and so, three years and some months. Yeah, I've not, not come home to say hi to my daddy and my mommy. <laughs> yeah, so...
0: Wow. <laughs> Where? <laughs> oh my God. You're the real MVP, seriously. <laughs> okay so for the for three years and some months that you have been there now do you feel like you want to stay there like I know I know Nigeria and that place is probably apart but then do you feel you want to like stay there if I might ask if I may ask if you feel like you probably want to stay there forever like permanently just coming home to say hi to mommy and daddy and then oop, you're back again
1: well, this country is very safe, okay. I mean, like very, very safe, if you ask me, compared to other countries I've researched on. Oh, like, you can be out here by 4 a.m. and you would go home, okay. But well, I don't think I want to stay back, <laughs> you know, as so much as it's very safe. Um, I don't know, I, I feel like I-, I want somewhere that I'm going to be able to, be free, not free per se, free in the sense that here I'm forced to speak in a different language. But if I go to a country where I can speak my language, what I know, communicate with my people, I think it would be better for me because I don't think I want to really <laughs> stay here for that long, maybe to the future time. Because my husband might be in a different country, so I need to relocate to find him <laughs> so get I, I don't know, but I think like, at the end of the day it's what God has in store. Like I can't really say it's to make us stress. Well, but personally I don't think I want to really stay here at the end of the day. Not Nigeria but maybe I don't think not necessarily Nigeria maybe somewhere else but at the same time we never can tell it's just we say
0: and God has God may have a different plan for us yeah alright okay I'm just going to stick that to we never can tell that's what we're going to be doing we never can tell plans can change so I really really appreciate you being here tonight to have this wonderful talk with us about your experience and everything you've gone through although we could not really go through all the in-depth of all the things you might have gone through but this little thing you've shared is really 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 important to us thank you very much if you have any last thought that you want to share with us as probably an advice or something you just want to tell other people that are planning some people might be planning to leave russia What you think they might want to do or take care of before they come anything any last thing you want to share
1: we all know that there's, <laughs> there are rumors of um, a war breaking out, but we don't know how true that is, anyways. But I'll just say, you should, at the end of the day, you should really drive closer to your maker, and then with the things I listed earlier, um, at the end of the day, just research, know, <laughs> have knowledge about where you're going to before you go there.
0: Alright, thank you. Thank you so much for joining this call. We really, really appreciate it. So, guys, you've heard it from someone that has experienced it. So if you plan on leaving or you already have a date set, please just take note of everything Peter said. Just go do your research. Um learn about where you're going, the culture, how to integrate and if we are, if we could have a contact where you're going to if you can just um try to get in touch with someone that's that is already there and you can have a shop with and then person can help you navigate so it could be easier. And most importantly I'm going to add this for my own pockets. Yeah. Please and please stay focused. We are all going there. Ah okay. don't say we because I'm still here. Let's (laughs) see. Most are leaving the country for greener pastures. We want to improve ourselves to be better. So it's, it's going to be a shame if we leave and then we don't stay on the goal. This is very important for us to stay, have a, have a goal so you can stay on that goal. If you plan on your soon, this episode is for you. So you could listen and take your own thing and do your own thing. Once again, thank you very much for joining Faith. We are really, really, really glad that you could join and I really really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. So, thank guys. Thank you for having
1: me.
0: <laughs> thank you so much. And please, yes, before you go, can you say probably one sentence in Russia? Or is it what was the Russian? Just say one. Uh, sentence. Probably you love me or you love the C S Africa. <laughs> Anyone you want to say.
1: Okay, I would say Thank you for listening. I love the Africa and that's I love the CSI Africa.
0: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say I love the language. Probably it's because you are the one saying it, but I love it. I really love it. Thank you so much for joining. So guys, we are going to be drawing the curtain yet on this episode thank you so much for joining and tuning in you can drop your questions uh, suggestions anything just drop and then we'll reach back to you thank you so much once again thank you for joining this africa podcast and as always i'm your host remy onifadi public Relations officer at the CSI africa thank you until the next episode